Hey everyone, I'm Jack Midkiff. Welcome to my podcast. On today's podcast, I want to talk about music. Music is something that affects all of us one way or the other. And I'm going to talk about what it does, how it can be used, how it affects our lives, and hopefully have some fun. Talk about some of my favorite music, how it's affected my life, how it's been a part of my life, and what I believe music was originally brought to the human being by God for. So before we do that, though, I want to pray and just then we'll get right into uh, everything and it'll be a good time together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day and I thank you for my friends that have joined me today. I thank you for the gift, the power and the amazing influence of music in our lives. I pray, God, that you would just direct our path in this time together today and that we'd have fun and we'd maybe learn something together and we'd be better people because of this time that we've had together. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's start from the top. What is the definition of music? So the uh, Webster Dictionary says that music is an arrangement of sounds having melody, rhythm, and usually harmony. The art of producing pleasing or expressive combinations of tones, especially with melody, rhythm, and usually harmony. So what is music to you? What would life be without music? Now, personally, if you know me, in any way, you know that my life would be totally different if it wasn't for music. I was talking to someone the other day, and we were talking about how music started in my life. The first instrument that I ever played, I was probably five years old, six years old, something like that, and my family had a small band that would travel around and play at different places, and I played, my dad bought me a drum. I didn't say drums. I said a drum. He brought a snare drum, and I imagine that that probably was the most horrendous sounding mess that you ever uh, heard of. But nonetheless, music has just always been a part of my family. And then at the age of seven, I wanted to learn how to play piano. So my mother and daddy bought a piano and that I still have in my house today. It's a, a Kimball upright, not an upright, a console piano. And I started taking lessons from a little lady in Logan, West Virginia. Her name was Sister Burchett. Her husband was a pastor of a church. And so I went every Monday afternoon. We would drive, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, whatever it took, up this little country Route 10 road. And I would go and my mom or dad one would sit out in the car and wait on me, and I would go in for a 30-minute lesson. And then one day, she told my mother, she said, I, I'll still teach Jackie, and I'll still keep him as a student, but uh, he has learned to play by ear, and so he's not, he's not learning really anything else from me. And then there was a um, pastor, another pastor, that asked me at 10 years old, to be the church pianist i learned so much during that time because there again i bet it was some really wild sounding stuff at times 
but he allowed me. And I remember his name is Carl Mann. <laughs> and I remember how encouraging he was to me, 10 years old. And I was just learning. And uh, then in the fifth grade, I started, I wanted to be in the talent show and they didn't have a piano where the talent show was. So a buddy of mine taught me some chords and I learned to play the guitar that way. I still have that guitar too, by the way. I may get rid of trucks and cars and clothes, but you don't get rid of guitars and pianos and stuff in my, in my life. In this building that we're taping this in, uh, we have a room where we store a lot of musical instruments and I have pianos. I have every uh, piano, electric piano and guitar that I've ever owned. I just love music. Music has been such an impact in my life. I was playing in a band when I met LaDonna. She was then a part of my life and an amazing part of my life until she went to heaven. Music brought us together. I don't know if I would have ever met her any other way. You say, well, you know, there would have been a way. Well, maybe, but I also believe that that was God's way of bringing us together, and it was through music. There's been so many things, events in my life, that have been triggered uh, by music. I think about music this way. Can you imagine life without sounds? Can you imagine life without certain soundtracks for instance you ever watched a scary movie uh the bad guy doesn't just jump out there's always that suspenseful music that builds anticipation or even anxiety um inside of us when we're watching that and then all of a sudden boom it happens we jump we hide our eyes or whatever then you go to church let's talk about church music there's there's a controversial subject and i don't know why i really don't know why we've allowed music to be such a controversy in our churches because music is such a gift to us it's such a powerful tool to us in our services now i understand that uh sometimes there's denominations that don't believe in instrumentation, okay? But we still have songs. There's still music in those services because they sing songs. Now, we personally, you know, we love musical instruments at our church, and I've always went to churches that does. But no matter where you're at in life, if you go to the mall, there's music playing. Um, if you go to another store, there's music playing. Certain events happen in our lives that we, were, we are brought back to those very moments because of the music that was playing when it happened. So music is so much more than just the definition of, you know, a combination of tones and rhythms and sounds. Music is is a, is a tool that we can use to motivate ourselves. If, if I'm working and I, and I need energy, I guarantee you I'm very strategic and very poignant on what music I put on. Man, I love 80s on 8. 
<laughs> it takes me back to when I, and I didn't even listen to that kind of music until I met LaDonna and she introduced it to me because she, you know, listened to that growing up. I, if it wasn't country when I was growing up, I didn't want to listen to it. And now I love, I probably listen to 80s on 8 on my Sirius XM radio and what a plug I'm giving them. But uh, I probably listen to that more than anything because it just makes me feel good. It, it, it takes me in my mind, you know, back to certain memories that happened in high school and growing up and different times in my life that good things, ha happy moments happened. And so I hear that music. There's one song that I turn on sometimes and I can, I, I just, I, I may embarrass myself here. I don't know, but uh, I can just, you know, see myself just being something really good when I hear Dire Straits, um, the, the guitar sound is like, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but Dire Straits, if you're a fan of Dire Straits, you know what that song is. But it just, it just makes me happy. There's times that I put music on because I'm sad, and unfortunately, it's usually sad music, but it comforts me. You know, if, I, if, if I'm feeling a certain way, I can turn a certain style or a certain sound, and here's a, a guilty confession, okay? I try to really limit myself on how much i allow this to go in but it's so good the sadder the country song <laughs> the better for me i love that just really raw emotions so many uh writers back in the early 70s and 80s that i know of uh, writers like and it goes back further than that writers like willie nelson he started writing music in the 50s i think but Chris Christopherson started writing in the 60s in Nashville. That music has such raw emotion to it that it just, it really comforts me. It inspires me. It makes me feel more creative at times. So music is so, it's so important, I think, in our lives. You know, can't imagine how sad it must be and and how and i don't want to be depressing here but i honestly to think in those lines in, along these lines it gives me more compassion and i pray for people that are hearing impaired because they are you know they live in a world of silence and god blesses so many people that have to deal with that and they are so productive and i but but it also makes me respect them at a whole nother level because I personally cannot imagine life without music, life without sounds. I just wanted to talk about let's let's talk about music in church for a minute. What what is music for in church? You know, I, I hear so many people, you know, because I am a pastor of a church, I hear so many opinions about music in church. Well, that's not church music. Well, what's church music? And first of all, who said it had to be church music? It should be music that accomplishes your goal in a church service. I've been to churches where bluegrass was the genre of music that was used. And be just as blessed in that service 
as if I were in a service that had black gospel playing and the organs and the pianos or in a service where contemporary gospel CCM is used where it's just, you know, rhythm guitars and bongos and things. I, I can be blessed and be uh, feel the anointing of God no matter what style of music. Music is a tool, I believe. This is my opinion. Music in our services is a tool for us to get into the presence of God. It's not the, it's not the means by which we get in His presence. The means by which we get in His presence, we engage with Him spirit soul and body and we we put our mind on him we meditate on him we we interact with him that's how we get into his presence so it's not the means by which we get in his presence it's a tool to use to get into his presence because some of the other stuff that i already mentioned music is so emotional music is so uh it, it's so powerful and so if you're having emotionally a bad day, you come into a service that that music is being used as a tool by that worship leader to set an atmosphere for you to focus on God, then you know what? You're able to leave that emotion out of the equation for a little while at best or, or at least, let me say it that way. And then at best, through that, that time you have with God, that you're using that music as a tool to get in His presence, at very best, then you can take authority over that emotion and walk out changed. Music, music is very, I always want music to be very strategic in our services. Sometimes, you know, we get into a flow and, and we don't really necessarily have a mindset of what we're going to do. And that's OK, too. But I do believe that we should be very prepared. The Bible says study to show thyself approved being workman worthy anyway of the vocation of of the, the thing, the job that you're to do. Does that just mean studying in the word and in in the bible does that mean just the preachers the only ones that got to study i don't think so i think it's just as important for the musicians to be prepared and the and the worship leaders to be prepared and those that are picking out the songs that we're going to use I, it's very important and i also believe it's important to understand the order of entering in you know there was a there was a a a, a protocol that God set up with uh, Moses when the first temple, or I guess you could say it that way, and when he was having him set the tent up, you know, there was a, there's an outer court, there's an inner court, and there's a holiest of holies. And I believe with our music and our worship, we come in with praise. We come in to praise God. Praise is horizontal. I'm talking about god when i'm praising god a lot of times god is great you know god is uh, i'm a friend of god uh, different songs are horizontal so they're you're speaking you're you're shouting to the world you're shouting to your friends you're shouting to those around you you're letting the whole world know that you're here to praise god and then there's that time that you start you know you're moving in to his presence and then it becomes vertical. 
And those songs in our services are very important to get us in that place. And why should our why should music become vertical in the services? Because we are talking to God and saying, prepare my heart for the word that's coming so that I can be better. I can be accomplished. I can be strong. And so music plays such a part of that. Uh, it's very important to me the kind of music that we play before services. I like for it to be most of the time. There, there's plenty of times when, when we do it differently, so we just follow the leadership of, of God or what we believe is His leadership. But most of the time, because I believe what I believe about coming in with a praise, I like for it to be upbeat music. I like for it to be happy music. I like for it to be triumphant music, be powerful music. Because when people are coming in, I don't want them to feel all, you know, solemn and sad and all. Uh uh-uh. I want them to come in with anticipation. There's going to be something powerful happen. And then we move in musically and worshipfully and intentionally into that place that we're just going, okay, God, I'm here. You do in me today what you want to do. And so in music, it's, uh, in, in church, music is so important. What about entertainment? Music is such entertainment, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit something right in the in the face if you would, real fast. I'm okay with Christian gospel entertainment. Some people say, well, you know, you shouldn't use the gospel to entertain. Why? What better entertainment is there than good musical ability using the Word of God to encourage somebody? Now, I love other entertainment. I, I'm I've been in and around the entertainment business a big portion of my life. I worked at Dollywood. Did you all know that? I worked at Dollywood. As a matter of fact, you know what I learned at Dollywood? I learned all of Dolly's brothers and sisters' name because I was uh, the piano player for Frida Parton, Dolly's sister. And every day, this was, who, probably 35 years ago. And today, I still remember. 35 years ago, I would sit on that porch, back porch at Dollywood, and I would hear her say every day, would y'all like to hear the names of my brothers and sisters? And they'd all say, yeah. And she would say, Willa Dean, David, Denver, Dolly, Bobby, Cassie, Stella, Randy, Larry, Rachel, Floyd, and little old me, Frida. If you need me to appear at any of your functions and recite Dolly's names, just let me know. Um, But I remember that because it was a part of something that I love in music. The entertainment business has been a part of my life most of my life. I worked for a guy named Dean Mitchell in Gatlinburg when I was 15 years old. My first real paying job. I was making $300 a week playing six nights a week. Man, I was rich. Um, then played at a place up there called the Smoky Mountain Jubilee. Met some of my lifetime-long friends um, at that place. The entertainment business has been a part of my life, a big portion of my life. So there's nothing wrong with Christians using music as entertainment. I love to watch movies with good music in them. 
One of my favorite movies is uh, a John Wayne movie. It's called True Grit. It was uh, filmed in 1969 or 70. I believe it was, I believe it was 70. But um, Glenn Campbell did the um, the the theme song to that True Grit. So music is really important. Now let's talk for just a moment. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one, but. Music can also be very negative if you choose the wrong music. And so, as I told you earlier, I love a good sad country song. But if I'm needing to get out of a sad place in my life, I probably need some uplifting music. So what you listen to can enable you in the good or in the bad. It can enable you to stay in that melancholy type feel, or it can help bring you out and, and you know to a more excited place. It can take you from being happy to sad. It's so funny, and I've done this before um, just playing around, but you can change people's mood and attitude with the, with the right or wrong kind of music. I play piano so I can start playing, you know, I love honky-tonk style piano. And I can start playing that, and man, people start moving and, you know, tapping their toe. Or I can start playing something real bluesy and, and sad, and, and it just, you know. So be intentional on what you listen to when you listen to it, because music is so, so powerful. I thank God for music. I thank God for the tool that music is. Um, I heard Hank Williams Jr. say something one time. He said, music is not my life. He said, I love to hunt and fish and, and spend time with my family. He said, but music is really important in my life. So I think a lot of us will probably say music is so important in our life. And if you're not one of those, hey, that's okay. But I just love to talk about it because sound, God used sound to create. He used his voice, which is sound. The word said that God said, and it was. He said, let there be light. He said, let the, the waters flow. And he said, when he said it, that was sound. And so music is sound, and music is important. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for music. Thank you, God, for the power of music. Thank you, Lord, for us having this time together today to talk about music. I pray, Lord, that we would always use it to make us uh, better people for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'm Jack Midkiff, and I'm so thankful that you chose to click on this podcast. I would ask you to share it with your friends. Uh, send us a send us a note you can send me an email if you'd like it's jackmidkiff at gmail.com and i'd love to hear from you i've got some new music that's going to be coming out soon myself i hope that you will check it out i'll let you know follow me on all the socials it's uh, jack underscore midkiff and hey i'll see you again soon thanks